What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Tomatolito Show. And we just got done watching the weigh-ins for UFC 259. An amazing, an amazing card that has been put together. People are billing it as the best card of 2021. And we're barely three months into it. It is stacked. It is a stacked card with a who's who of MMA, a who's who of the UFC. And let's just break it down. Let's jump right in. Um, headlining. First of all, there's three titles on the line. Three titles on the line. Headlining the event is none other than Izzy, Israel Adesanya, making the leap to light heavyweight and challenging newly crowned champion Jan Blakovich. Adesanya, the middleweight champ, he's basically cleared out that division, now is taking up, taking a shot at becoming a champ champ, the fifth at that, at reaching that, that title, uh, that moniker of champ champ. So he has his middleweight title. He hasn't relinquished it. He's looking to get that light heavyweight title and, uh, and make his own history at that. Jan Blakovich, newly crowned champion. He beat Dominic Reyes, uh, became the champ. This is his first title defense. So look at the implications behind this matchup alone. Jan Blakovich, the Polish power, stronger, bigger fighter overall but not the taller fighter. Izzy Adesanya has history of fighting, having fought in uh, in the past at heavyweight, not in the UFC, but throughout his career. He's got a very, very decorated resume. He's fought at heavyweight. He's fought at light heavyweight. And now recently, he's been running the show at middleweight since he arrived to the UFC. Izzy Adesanya stepping into the octagon with 20-0 as the middleweight champion and as the challenger to the throne of Jan Blakovich in his light heavyweight uh, division. Jan Blakovich 27-8. And, eight. and uh, from there, we move on to the women's featherweight title, which is going to be the active and the only champ champ at the moment who is actively defending her titles. Conor McGregor, first to, con to to coin that phrase, the champ champ, doesn't have a title at the moment. Um, Henry Cejudo, champ champ, left, retired, semi-retired, who knows, but he, he's acting like he's coming back. Daniel Cormier, retired. Amanda Nunez, active and defending her title. And she will be defending her title against none other than Megan Anderson. The She's tall. She's lanky. She's got good power in her legs, good power in her hands, puts good combinations together. Megan Anderson could definitely pose a lot of problems for Amanda Nunez just with the height and reach alone. But Amanda Nunez is... And I know we've mentioned this in another episode that I recorded this week, the quote, the swelf, the self swelf, the self-proclaimed quote in, uh, in the fighting game is Clarissa Shields, right? And she's claiming herself to be, or proclaiming herself to be the quote, the greatest women of all time, uh, as far as boxing is concerned. She's now going to be delving into MMA. This year, she'll be making her debut. Uh, she has a fight tonight. She fights Marie-Yves uh in, uh in an undisputed trying to, to unify all belts at the 154 division, at the uh, the super welter or the light middleweight division at that. So tonight she fights, and I can't wait to check that fight out. If you have a chance to check that fight out, check it out. Go to fight.tv, check that out. Um, 
Daniel Perkins is fighting on the card. Marlon Sparza is part of that card. And it, it should be history in the making, right? Clarissa Shields could go undisputed in this division. Uh, and this would be the second division that she goes undisputed in. Or Marie DeCare could become the undisputed champion at 154 and give Clarissa Shields her first defeat. So that's something to watch. Now, Amanda Nunez is a champ champ. And I believe that she is the quote of MMA. She is the greatest woman of all time as far as the UFC is concerned. And we used to have many fighters uh, that ended up opening this market up, such as Gina Carano, such as Cyborg, such as um, Ronda Rousey, of course, Ronda Rousey, right? Misha Tate, Holly Holm. Amanda Nunez has gone through all of them, with the exception of Gina Carano, who retired after the Cyborg fight. Amanda Nunez has defeated everybody else that I just mentioned, all the big names in the sport. And now Megan Anderson is the newest threat, and she is going to pose a lot of problems for Amanda Nunez, I believe. The height, the reach, the speed of those hands, the strength behind those hands, those punches, I think are going to pose a lot of a lot of problems for Amanda Nunez. I think the legs, uh, she's going she's gonna to pose problems with, uh, with the kicks. The ground game, I think Amanda Nunez is going to have to take it to the ground, and that's where that's where she's going to be able to take control and, and put an end to this fight. That's the only way I see Amanda Nunez winning this, is holding her own on, on, on the feet until she could get to the ground and, she, and, and put an end to the fight uh, that way. Amanda Nunez walks into this fight 20-4. and four. Megan Anderson walks into this fight 11-4, and four, and she is the challenger to the featherweight title. Amanda Nunez's featherweight title. And again, the only active champ champ. Here we go. In the, the first fight I just mentioned, which is the main event, Izzy looking to become a champ champ in his own right. Meaning holding a second title or holding two titles in two weight divisions. Amanda Nunez is the only one actively defending those titles at the moment. So that's, if that's not a legacy that she's leaving there, I don't know what is. Amanda Nunez is amazing, and I can't wait to see that fight. And then the third title fight in the bantamweight division, uh, Peter Yan, 15-1, new new champ in the bantamweight division, uh, fighting none other than Aljo. Aljamain Sterling walking in with a 19-3 and record. That has fireworks written all over it. And that's the fight that people are actually excited to see. That fight, that fight between Aljo and Jan is going to set off and be the perfect stage to set off and kick off the other two title fights. They're going to set the standard. I, I really believe that the, the caliber of fighters that these guys are, the, the power behind the hands of Peter Jan versus, uh, the versatility of Aljo, the ground game of Aljo. If he gets his back, it's over. No doubt about it. I think Sterling's ground game, I think Sterling's uh, jiu-jitsu and grappling is a lot better and levels above Peter Yan, but the hands is the question. And if Peter Yan keeps us on the feet, I think the speed and the power is going to pose a huge threat for Aljamain Sterling. Uh, it, it behooves him to take this fight to the ground. But listen, that's where that's where the intrigue lies as to how this fight will play out. Uh, those are the three title fights leading the first of the title fights, which is Peter Yan and, uh, and Aljo is Makchaev against Drew Dober. Drew Dober, 23 and nine journeyman experience has been on a tear as of late, just 
performing really well, putting his game really well, a happy-go-lucky guy, doesn't talk bad about anybody, doesn't put those pressures on himself anymore, as he admitted earlier this week during his interviews. He just wants to get in there and fight. And he's got a really, really big test and a strong Islam Makhchaev 18-1 record. That's going to be in the lightweight division. And again, as if the division wasn't uh, cloudy enough, uh, it wasn't as confusing enough. These two guys are going to even, uh, whoever wins, and if it's an impressive fashion, they're going to throw their name into that mix of all these muddy or muddy or bloody waters, I guess I should, I should say, full of sharks in the top 10. Makhchaev or Dober are going to throw their, their name in the hat and, uh, and, and see who they could get from, from the number one to the number 10 all live dogs in the lightweight division. It's an insane division and definitely by far one of my favorites uh, in the UFC. Who else are we going to see? Tiago Santos, Alexander Rakic, also part of the main card. They're the ones that kick off that main card uh, tomorrow night. In the prelims, the headline of the prelims is going to be none other than Dominic Cruz. He's finally back. We're going to get to see him in the octagon. He's fighting Casey Kenny, who brings a 16-2-1 record to 22-3 in Dominic Cruz's record. Uh, who else do we see on there? Joseph Benavides in the flightweight division. He's going to be part of the card. 28-7 record against Askar. Uh, Askarov, 12-0, undefeated fighter with one draw. Um... Kai Kara France, another one coming out of the Izzy's gym. Uh, he's gonna be, he's the French, French speedster, right? The French fighter. He's bring speed and kicks and angles and a fun style fight to, uh, he's gonna be fighting Rogerio bon Bonterin in the flightweight division. Who else do we have in this card? Tim Elliott is gonna be headlining the early prelims. He's fighting Jordan Espinosa. Um, other than that, other, I mean, man, the, the card is stacked. The card is stacked. Amanda Lemos against Livia Renata Sousa, uh, 14 and 2 record by Sosa. Uh, Amanda Lemos bringing an 8 1 and 1 record. That's going to be on the early prelims card. Uh, that's, I mean, phew. listen, it's going to be fun. I hope you have a free Saturday. Enjoy the Saturday full of fights, full of talent. This is going to be one to catch. If Izzy makes history and becomes the fifth ever so-called quote-unquote champ champ, that's going to be something something to behold. If Jan Blakovich defends the title successfully, his first title defense against none other than Adesanya, think about what this says. That's the statement that Blakovich needs to set. This is my throne. And technically, he is supposed to defend that title. He is supposed to win. Adesanya is coming up from middleweight. Blakovich, this is his division. He's supposed to defend that title. He's supposed to win. Yet the odds are looking the other way. The odds are favoring Adesanya and the talent that he is. So that's a you pick him type of fight. I think the power may be a little bit too much for Adesanya. I hope, I hope that this is not a Yoel Romero Adesanya type fight. Or a Paulo Costa Adesanya type fight where one, Romero Adesanya, neither was willing to engage. Uh, the Paulo Costa fight, 
we had one guy that didn't show up and now claiming to be drunk all night or be hung over while he was in the octagon because he drank the night before and he doesn't show up. I hope that's not Jan Blakovich and Adesanya just ends up running through him. No excuses. Uh, so far, it's been fairly friendly, fairly straightforward of a, of a week. Uneventful at that with the press conference. Uh, no big issues as far COVID-related type issues. Um Anybody missing weight, stuff like that. So far, everything's been pretty straightforward. It looks like the UFC Apex is going to be on point. Uh, come Saturday night, the weigh-ins were good. Everybody seems to be uh, on the up and up, and the card could definitely be the most stacked and the best card of 2021. We'll see what else uh, 2021 holds for us. But as of right now, three months into 2021 to kick off March, this is a stacked card and one that you cannot miss. UFC 259 three titles, three important fights. Um, check it out. Don't miss it. And again, tonight, in a few hours' time, we're going to see Clarissa Shields try to make history and become undisputed in another division in women's boxing against Marie-Yves DeCare. And the upset is always looming in the air. And she's a very live dog, and she could pull it off and make history in her own right. And that is a, uh, speaking in DeCare's behalf, of course. So take care of yourselves. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your continued support, for all your love, and I will continue sending episodes your way. Take care of yourselves, stay safe, and we'll talk on the recap shows. Take care. Bye.